Welcome to the All In Your Head podcast, where we get all in your head. We are a mental health podcast focused on anything and everything mental health. We will have special guests ranging from mental health experts, mental health advocates, and just everyday people with real struggles. We will share laughs, we will share cries, but most importantly, we will have real conversations about mental health. So with that being said, let's get all in your head. Woohoo! What's up and welcome to another episode of Mental Microburst where I give you short but powerful tools that you can use for your mental health. Quick disclaimer, this time together is not intended to be in the place of therapy so if you feel like you're struggling and need therapeutic intervention please find a good therapist. If you can't find a good therapist hit me up because I know a few. In the last episode we spoke about habits of thought and how to name what you are thinking so that you can begin the process of taming it. Again, if you can name it, you can tame it. This is all part of a four-step process, and as a refresher, this four-step process is number one, to notice or be aware that you're having a thought. Again, these are unhelpful thoughts, maladaptive thoughts. That's really what we're focused on. Number two, stop the thought. You have to interrupt it. Three, identify what this thought is. If you can name it, you can tame it. And then four, use a skill. Today, we're going to focus on restructuring your thought. When you have these thoughts that are not helpful, not accurate, maladaptive, you have to change them in some way. Otherwise, you're just pushing them away or maybe even avoiding them. There are five skills that I want to teach you today. They will all work at different times, and not every skill works in every situation. But most likely, one of them can work for every situation. So no matter what you're doing right now, listen in to this next five minutes. It can change your life. I know it's changed mine. Skill number one, it's called testing the evidence. Is there information that contradicts your current thoughts? You're basically acting like a private investigator for your own thoughts. So you may ask yourself questions like, what makes this thought true? Or what makes it untrue? Is there information available that makes it somewhat true? This skill is important because many of the thoughts that put us in a bad emotional place are not even accurate. So let's talk about an example. Let's say you have a big presentation coming up and your first thought is, I'm going to totally bomb this. I'm not even a good public speaker. These thoughts will increase nervousness and potentially negatively impact your performance. So instead, you may start by asking yourself, are there times that I have been successful public speaking? Is there evidence that contradicts my current thoughts? And if there is, it can help you to change your thoughts to something that's more accurate. So you may change your thoughts to something like, I recognize that I'm nervous, acknowledging your feelings, but I have done this before and I know I can do it. Can you imagine the different mindsets and how they might influence the actual performance of public speaking? This first skill does not ask us to lie or trick ourselves, but instead to have thoughts that are just more accurate. Woohoo! Have you been wanting to write a book but you don't know where to get started? Don't let this fear stop you. There is help. Yellow Studios Book Publishing has helped over 200 people become self-published authors. Veronica Yeager has over 15 years of experience in publishing and design and wants to offer my listeners a free guide, Self-Publishing the Right Way. Get this free resource at www.selfpublishingfreeguide.com. Skill number two is called decatastrophizing. This skill involves asking ourselves, are there more realistic outcomes? Anxiety, for example, is often based on irrational thoughts. Often these thoughts play out worst case scenarios. Now, I myself have historically struggled with anxiety. And while I despise the actual feelings of anxiety, one of the benefits, I'm using air quotes, is that I can often tell you five of the worst case scenarios for any situation. 
In business, this can be helpful because I feel like I'm always mitigating threats as it's natural for my mind to just go there. While this can be helpful, it's also exhausting. Don't get me wrong, I've worked hard to train my mind to not spend a lot of energy and time in this space, but this is still my natural inclination. So using the example before where I talked about having a big presentation, and again, if you have these thoughts, I'm going to bomb this, I like for people to ask themselves, what is the worst thing that can happen in this situation? Since I've worked with a lot of people who have fears of public speaking, I would tell you that when they answer this question, it's often, I may stumble over my words, I may start blushing, I may not be as articulate as I would like, and then I ask them, if this is the worst case scenario, what do you think about that? And the response is typically, if that is the worst case scenario, I can live with that. This skill asks you to spend more time seeing things for what they are and not always catastrophizing everything. Skill number three is called reattribution. This is essentially asking yourself if there are alternative explanations. This is helpful for the thinking habits of mind reading and personalization when we feel like we are the cause of something. Now, don't get me wrong. Sometimes we are the cause of bad things, but many times we are not, but we still want to give ourselves that blame. So, for example, someone cancels an appointment with you or you don't get that promotion. You don't get to play in that sporting event. It's okay to do some self-evaluation, but what other factors are at play? What other information is out there that may give you a different perspective? It's not always about you. Ouch. Skill number four is really helpful for people who spend a lot of time in their emotions and maybe use a lot of emotional reasoning. If you feel like your emotions are taking over, you're not going to be as logical in situations. With anything, I always encourage people to integrate their thoughts and emotions Don't be strictly logical, but don't rely on just your emotions either. They both have value, so you have to give them both space. When you feel your emotions taking over, okay, here's the actual skill. Ask yourself what advice you'd give a close friend or a relative. You most likely are someone who can give amazing advice to others, but what if you took your own advice? Skill number five is a simple skill, and it can be used if skills one through four don't work. And it's just asking yourself, is this thought helping me? Sometimes we have thoughts that are true. It is as bad as we think it is. But is spending your mental energy in this space helping you? Most likely the answer to that question is no, it is not helping you. Sometimes you have to radically accept certain things and move on because you know putting energy in this space will only hurt you. You accept it to be true and you move on. This is especially helpful for anything you cannot control including stuff in your past. The five skills that we just discussed are mental skills. I mean, this is the All In Your Head podcast, so we got to spend some time in that head of yours. In the next mental microburst, I will talk about skills that involve action or distraction when you are struggling with your thoughts. Sometimes you may not be in a place where you can manage your thoughts and maybe it feels like they're managing you. There are still things that you can do and that is what we're going to talk about next time. Just as a reminder, I'm a therapist. The things we talk about will be therapeutic, but this is not your therapy. If you're having challenges and you need some help or support, please reach out to a qualified therapist to assist you with whatever it is. And one more thing, we're headed into a holiday season. Look around. You have so much to be grateful for. Tomorrow is not promised. Spend some quality time with the people you love. Put away that phone. Turn off the TV. Tune into the people who matter most. And as always, Keep putting in that work for your mental health, y'all. 
You have just listened to the All In Your Head podcast. Learn more by following Jamie Glick on LinkedIn or by subscribing to the Mental Health Training Camp YouTube channel. If you are experiencing a mental health crisis, you can call now or text 988 to get connected to free confidential support. Thanks for listening.